following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports Today from Mule Town, USA. On the program, we'll be joined by Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. Also, reaction to the regionals in the NCAA baseball tournament. Super regionals are set. We'll run through those. Reaction, SEC, a pretty good showing. Uh, also, we've got uh, the College World Series is set as well. We'll touch on that uh, before that happens. And it is Top 5 Tuesday Best Sports Tournaments. It's going to be a good one. Welcome in to Main Street Sports today. Over to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yaff. Welcome in. It is Tuesday, which means at some point today, I'm probably going to have tacos. Those are the facts. Such is life. Thank you, LeBron. Well, it's been. T- I get a message every Tuesday from Cali Burrito that it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so, I'm, so do you do you do Taco Tuesdays? You do tacos on Tuesdays? Is that, a, times, is that a staple in the uh, Yao household? Uh, more times than not, Charlie loves tacos, yeah. and so we, we we will certainly eat tacos quite a bit. Well, what's your take on tacos? Um, <laughs> wow. Wasn't expecting that. There you go. Hey, oh, curveball. Question that. of the day. I'm not a hard taco fan. Okay. So, uh, a soft, hard shell or just yeah, yeah. you're like the soft shell? Yeah, soft, soft shell I tacos. And flour, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, please. flour or corn? Um, preferably flour. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a corn guy. I, corn. I want street tacos. Corn if it's if it's authentic yep. corn. Street, street tacos, authentic yeah. corn. Tortillas, yeah, okay. I'm in for that. Okay, but yeah, I could do that. I, I, other than that, I'm good. He's kind of take shell it and he's kind of take it or leave it. Tacos yeah. and crabs, he said. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way searching for tacos yeah. necessarily. But I mean, if, if we're you go to the Mexican joint, you're probably getting fajitas or. If I'm going to the Mexican joint, I'm getting um, chicken and cheese, pollo fundido. What is it? I, I forget. I, I see it on the menu. I know what it is. Um, it's kind of the fried tortilla, um, fried oh. Um, burrito, basically. Okay. Oh, oh, a chimichanga. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's my go-to when I go Mexican. I right. really shrimp. But, but yeah. He doesn't like hard shell tacos, but he'll take a, a soft shell fried. <laughs> Which, well, yeah. What makes it a little crispy, and, and but listen, not too crispy. Exactly. The and there, a, there is a difference between. I'm a diva. <laughs> between frying the soft shell, oh yeah, sure, kind of to order as opposed to a prefab. Oh, those soft shell taco. The, the hard shell tacos yeah. that you get at the, the store, prefab. they're not good. Uh-uh. Yeah, like a prefab home, it's a prefab taco. It's not good. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know how anybody eats hard shell tacos. Well, I, I mean, they they scrape the roof of your mouth. And yeah. It's just a lot, and, and the yeah. crumbs get everywhere. Yeah, uh, it so doesn't hold together. It's not worth it. No, no, yeah. And and if you like, when you go to Taco Bell, if you get the hard shell taco, the the meat typically will make it like soggy, gooey and yeah. soggy at the bottom. And you're like, this is just, isn't good. 
did y'all see over the weekend? I think it was. Um, they have run out of Mexican oh, pizza. Yeah. Oh, really? Seven Rankings. million at, at Taco Bell. Yes. Not long that's, after bringing them back. That's called good marketing. Yes. They only took them away so they could bring them back. Same thing they did. Well, with how the, long were they gone? Uh, probably a good while, six months it? or so. Is it that long? Not more. It's like the McRib. Exactly. No, no, nothing's like the McRib. Well, I mean, in terms of pull, pulling it off the menu, making it available only at certain times of the year. Oh, you should uh, pull if, it off the menu and forever. never make yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm not, yeah. I'm not arguing that. But. but, I mean, when you've got Dolly Parton going on Facebook <laughs> and celebrating the return of the Mexican pizza, I mean, you, you've done something mm. right. Yeah. Make your own Mexican pizzas at home. It's not difficult. It's not hard. You, I mean, it's it's really really simple. <laughs> Listen to this guy. I mean, if you if you got, it. we got hamburgers at home. <laughs> we got McDonald's at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I had he, McDonald's he, at home today. Straight out, of, straight off of Eddie Murphy, huh? I got uh, close to a quarter pounder. It may be like uh, an eighth of a pound, and you know, it's maybe a sixth of a pound. It's close. Speak. Speaking of, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what's up with that with that uh, freezer, Mo. So you know, we need to talk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we we also need to check and see how much of that is still available. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so anyway, okay. we got a lot going on today. It's going to be a great show. Looking forward to it. We got a short rundown today, so we might as well send it back to JP because it's, it's less than a page, Mo. And and I did, and I put everything in here that I could possibly find that made sense. So here we go. We go back to JP for today's rundown. This is the rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. Take a breath. All right. Uh, <laughs> Major League Baseball last night in seven innings, mind you. Reds over the Diamondbacks, seven to nothing. Weather doing this. This was no doubleheader. Seven innings. Major League Baseball, it happens sometimes. Because uh, you get. You just, get need, just need five. Just need five. Yeah, just complete, need five. Complete five, and you've got enough for a game. NHL last night, the Colorado Avalanche punched their ticket to the NHL Stanley Cup final. No S, but I know. No S. One. That's right. That's right. It's, hockey is uh, very particular about certain things. They're accurate. They're <laughs> figure. <laughs> That's the Canadian in them. They, you know. See? Uh, so six to five, the final in OT. Uh, so Colorado uh, sweeps out the Oliers, aka the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, as as a Prince fan losing to the Abs, I guess that yeah, makes you feel you, better, you're, right? You're like, if you're going to lose, lose everybody. to the champ. It should. I agree. <laughs> if you're going to lose, yeah. lose to the champ. That's right. Yeah, it makes you feel better. All right. NCAA Regional, a jam-packed weekend and plenty on Monday as there was a lot of tickets to be punched yesterday. Auburn, a holdover from the night before, uh, went... Um, without losing as they defeated UCLA 11-4. They advanced to the Super Regional. Uh, Louisville, after getting um, stomped by Michigan in the Region Final 1, came back and defeated them 11-9 yesterday. Florida falls to Oklahoma after a Twice. lengthy delay. Was that delay in the first game or the second? Second game, but the they, had, game. They, they had to get beat yep. twice and did. Yeah, Oklahoma 5-4, the Sooners. Most folks in college baseball were calling that one, actually. Oklahoma to beat Florida? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I just hate that Florida lost. It breaks my little heart in the tiny little pieces. Your, your, your sympathy is underwhelming. <laughs> and hey, maybe a budding potential conference rival. Hey, you know, yeah. Look back to this. Eventually. Baseball. There you go. I don't One day. Uh, East Carolina over Coastal, 13-4. to four. They advance. Southern Miss holds off LSU, 8-7. to seven. And uh, Southern Miss, an 11 seed, I believe, a national seed. They move on as they were hosting that one. Oregon State survives against Vanderbilt in a thriller in Corvallis, 7-6 to six the final there. Vanderbilt season comes to a close, so Oregon State will host Auburn in their Super Regional. Ole Miss throttling Arizona, 22-6 down in Coral Gables. Miami not even making the finals. Uh, so Ole Miss advances. North Carolina defeats VCU, 7-3. The Tar Heels advance. UConn. At Maryland, they get the win uh, as they advance 11-8, the final there. Some controversy. But, you know. Okay. Arkansas, and maybe one of the more exciting regionals, the uh, Stillwater Regional, uh, they defeat Oklahoma State 7-3, to and so Arkansas advances. And Stanford, a quiet two-seed, by the way. I didn't realize, so I was doing a little research on them. The two-seed. Nationally, they defeat Texas State, had to beat them twice, and do so 4-3 to three the final there in the final. So, uh, Auburn, Louisville, Oklahoma, East Carolina, Southern Miss, Oregon State, Ole Miss, North Carolina, UConn, Arkansas, Stanford, all move on to Supers. Women's College World Series uh, semifinals, UCLA over Oklahoma, 7-3. Oklahoma, big in game two, 15 to nothing. Uh, a couple of home runs by, is it Allo? Jocelyn Allo. Allo, yep. Uh, and then Texas with a pair of wins over OK State, five nothing, six five. So it will be. Uh, Did you Oklahoma. see how they get from three to six though in that game? Single runners on first and second. Single to right field. Girl mishandles it, so the girl from second ends up scoring from second. Then they cut the throw off from right field instead of throwing it home, and she throws it trying to get the runner back, going back to second. Goes into center field, all the way to the left center fence. All three runs score, six to five ball game. Mm, mm. Hello. All right. Um, today's schedule: We've got uh, American Legion baseball post nineteen seniors at six o'clock at Columbia State hosting the Throwbacks. All right, Mo. The Throwbacks are whom? Um, they are a summer league team. Okay. So are they an American Legion? They are not a Legion. Okay. No. Not a Legion team. All right. There you go. Hey, it's baseball. Should be hopefully the weather will hold off. Uh, Six o'clock, Columbia State. If you want to go catch them, post nineteen seniors today. Major League Baseball: The Reds hosting the D-backs at five forty. The Cubs are in Baltimore, taking on the Orioles. Six o five. Cardinals at the Rays. Six ten. And the Bravos hosting the Oakland Athletics. Six twenty down in Atlanta tonight. So the sounds are uh, back home. They're taking on Norfolk at seven o five. Eastern Conference Finals uh, game four. Rangers. And the Lightning at uh, 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Rangers lead that best of seven series, two games to one. WNBA, Minnesota at New York at 7. And Atlanta at Seattle at 9 o'clock. Doubleheader on CBS Sports Network. That is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you. Oh, come on. You can play that. There we go. Jim Davis. Grow, live, give. Dot com. Yeah, exactly. So our top story, our opening tee. Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson have joined the LIV Saudi Golf Tour. Two pretty big names. And can't say I blame them. Look, there's there's some folks out there giving you some coach speak as to why they may be joining this, but don't let anybody fool you. 
the bottom line is it's all about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> and if you think it's about anything else, you're crazy. All of the money. When in doubt. <laughs> I mean, it's it ain't cl- it, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna do it for the opening segment. Let's come back and talk a little, uh, a little more baseball. We got quite a bit of it in that in the rundown, but uh, there's plenty to talk about, including a little local connection. So, come back with us on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We will be back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in. It is Main Street Sports Day presented by <laughs> Tennessee Bone and Joint. So I went looking for the throwbacks on Twitter and found them <laughs> at Broadway Backs. And they are 10 and 1 on the season after a June 5th tournament. Doesn't necessarily bode well for post-19 in their season opener this evening. Yeah, the Broadway backs have been playing for a while. They, they, they played a, they've played a pretty tough schedule to this point, but they, they were wearing the old White Sox-style uniform with the white jersey, two crimson-slash-red-ish tint 
stripes with the navy stripe in the middle. And instead of SOX across the front, it's BAX backs. Well, they also have numbers on the front of their pants, which I think we did that in when I was in Little League once. Well, I mean, again, that's when the White Sox wore those sure. uniforms. That's what that's where they put the numbers because I guess they didn't want to disturb that beautiful socks slash backs. Well, not a lot of teams put numbers on the front in Major League Baseball. I mean, the Dodgers do, and that's about it. <clears throat> Cubs yeah. do. Cubs do, yeah. Dodgers do. I don't know of anyone else. And it's off not the top necessarily it's not necessarily the issue at the major league sport issue uh, level or even the collegiate issue, uh, level that we run into at the high school level. Yeah, it's a, it's a much bigger problem for pictures if you don't have a number <laughs> on the front. But uh, so I I tweeted them and I was like, huh, talk to us when you wear shorts. To which they replied, don't give us any ideas. <laughs> so I like, I'm, di- I'm digging the throwbacks here. They, they got, they got, they've got options. I mean, throwbacks can, you can do a lot with throwbacks. So anyway, wanted to kind of give a shout out to Gage Gilliam, the Spring Hill graduate who left just before I got here and I guess was on was was the leader of that double a state championship team uh, leader might be a bit much he was a junior on that team okay. Zach King was a senior gotcha okay. he and um he and Zach King well he, you know, yeah they were they were pretty much one in one a and Bryson Thomas was also on that team um, I did not see them the year they won the state championship I got here the following year when when um Gage and Bryson were seniors, and I think they extended a winning streak up to 44-46 um, before they lost, I think, to CPA. That was a district game at that time. And returned to the state tournament, and I think they finished in the Final Four before they were eliminated. But a um, couple of great teams that year, again, 16 was before I got to Columbia that fall, and then that 17 team was a lot of fun to watch. But um, Gage, fantastic story, did not get a whole lot of four-year interest coming out of Spring Hill for whatever reason, especially looking back. (laughs) Bet on himself, went to Walter State for a year, winds up at North Carolina, and this weekend he pitched in four of the Tar Heels' five games Coming out of the bullpen, um, six and two-thirds innings total. Uh, allowed five hits, three runs, two earned. But yesterday was three walks and five strikeouts. But yesterday in the clincher against um, Virginia Commonwealth or VCU. He got um, the dub. Where, and, and North Carolina in a situation where they had to win twice because they lost on Saturday to VCU. So they, had to, they won twice on Sunday, knocked out Georgia. Um, Gage went one and a third, um, gave up two hits, a run, and struck out one in that one. And then again, in the clincher, four and a third, um, shutout innings, one hit, three walks, four Ks, and earned the decision as North Carolina won that one 7-3. So huge, huge performance for him. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic job. So congrats to – to Gage and the Tar Heels, we'll, we'll be 
you know, semi-de facto Tar Heels fans, because I certainly don't want to see Arkansas in Omaha. So, because <laughs> just because Omaha is annoying, <laughs> it really is. It's I mean, it's it, it's one of the more annoying things in college baseball. That's and maybe it's just because you know Tennessee and it, it's 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 interesting what annoys you. I mean, I, I kind of like the term. I, I certainly don't have a problem with it, but I mean, I mean I'm I, not as it, invested in other teams as you might be. So well, I'm just, I, I'd be cool with it if it was a headline, but I don't know that I love it as a nickname. Well, when yeah. you've been as much as they've been, I guess. And, <laughs> I, and, and like when you've been them. as much as they've been and not to bring it home. You mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate for them too, right? It is what it is, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of rooting for North Carolina just for that reason. Although I would like to play Arkansas at least once. We didn't get a chance to play them at all this year, Tennessee. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's that's unfortunate. So I'm I'm really interested in another um, super this weekend besides um, Tennessee Notre Dame, as we mentioned. Ole Miss knocked off Arizona in Coral Gables, and Southern Miss won its regional. So. It'll be the Rebels and the Golden Eagles in Hattiesburg. Battle and, of Mississippi. And, and the defending national champion, all they can do is sit and watch, watch and that's it. all they've been doing for the last two, three weeks Yeah, since they didn't make the conference tournament. I'll tell How you. How do Mississippi State fans feel right now with Southern Miss and Ole Miss playing in a super regional? For a chance to go to Omaha. That's – you know – the thing about Southern Miss, this this was this is their ideal scenario. You just beat LSU, who is two hours from your campus. Mm-hmm. You're about to take on Ole Miss, who's two and a half hours, maybe, maybe three. It's yeah, close. Closer to three, close. I'm thinking. But you're you are literally proving your worth at the mid major level. And earning a national seed, obviously, that's huge. But even if you earn a national seed and you don't get to Omaha or you lose to an LSU or an Ole Miss and people are like, well, you know, that's great. You played inferior competition all year, whatever. But you just beat a team that you're directly recruiting against. And now you get another team that you're directly recruiting against both out of the Southeastern conference. Mm -hmm. And you get a chance to go to Omaha with that on your resume. Chance to hang some, hang some, some pelts on the wall. Serious. Yep. Yep. And I mean, if they can get to Omaha with that kind of momentum. Absolutely. Anything. It'd be hard to touch them. I mean, they certainly, Broke the spirit of of MTSU in that final series. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, as you look at the how how the postseason is constructed, you feel like Southern Miss is more comfortable in this best of three super regional situation, you know, from a pitching standpoint, than they were this past weekend. As will be all of these teams, I'm thinking. Sure, but you only got to cover three only. Got to cover three games. Up to three, yeah. That's the thing. Is that these three game series? They're really designed for uh, 
for teams who don't really have to have a whole lot of pitching depth. Now, these these teams aren't, again, 11.7, right? So mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're out here at the mid-major level. You can get through a three-game series. Even well, I mean, you, you're used to it. You've done it every weekend yeah. pretty much throughout the year in your conference play. And you're down to this is the this is the the shot. I think the super regional is a weird and based on everything that that leads up to the World Series and then the World Series, you put a random three game set in here. It it's a little weird. I don't know how else you would do it though. No, no, I I'm just saying it just it it kind of for this to be what your season rides on to get to the pinnacle of the sport and you know, a team like Southern Miss is doesn't have much as much of an advantage as they may have against an Ole Miss. Uh, but again, I guess it's evened out. I, at this point, you're down to 16 teams. There, everybody's good, right? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, everybody's good. Uh, by the time you've gotten this far, and by the time you've survived this past weekend, yeah, I mean, because clearly not everybody did. If you want, while you guys are thinking about that, I've got the brackets up, and, and I can run through the schedule real quick just so people will know. Notre Dame, Tennessee starts Friday at 6 p.m. Um, Where'd you get that, Jeff? Huh? First, first of all, I like how he said, if you guys want me to, and then just went right into Sorry, it. Yes. We, didn't, we didn't even get give us a chance to say yes or no. Yes. He was just here like, if y'all want to, here we go. Here's the, here's the rest. Uh, Texas. A <laughs> little, little, little passive aggressive <laughs> over right. there in the go corner. <laughs> Texas at East Carolina uh, begins Friday at noon on the deuce. Louisville is at Texas A&M. That's a 12-5 matchup, uh, 8.30 Friday night on ESPNU. And then the final Friday Super Regional start, 3 p.m., Oklahoma at uh, Virginia Tech. And then this Saturday, Sunday, oh, uh, Monday. Oh, yes, oh, go ahead. Uh, Virginia Tech is the... Virginia Tech is the host. What seed? They are the four seed. Four, four okay. okay. Wow. Virginia wow. Tech is a four seed. And Oklahoma uh, is unseeded because they won correct. at Gainesville. Yep. Um, and then Saturday starts, uh, 10.30 out west, number two, Stanford hosting UConn. That's on ESPN 2. Number 10, North Carolina hosting Arkansas, 11 a.m. on ESPN. And uh, Saturday afternoon, it is Southern Miss, as you guys talked about, the 11 seed hosting Ole Miss. That's 4 p.m. on ESPNU. And then Auburn out in Corvallis to take on the number three seed, Oregon State. Auburn, a 14 seed, so a pair of seeded teams there. And that one, that is the final one, um, uh, also on Saturday night at 10.30 on ESPN2. So those are your Super Regionals. Chris pointed out off-air that there's at least one national seed in each of the Super Regionals. How many total got through? There are, of the four on Saturday, because that's what I'm looking at, there are just four nationals, excuse me, there are five national seeds. Because Auburn and and Oregon start Saturday. Out of 16. And then one, two, three, four, five, six more on starting on Friday. So 11, yep. 11 of the 16. Which, not bad. which of these eight series are you, do you feel like is the most intriguing? I'm a little intrigued by Texas at East Carolina because well, it's, Texas, eight, nine. it's a 9 8, yep. I, I, Texas isn't used to traveling this time of year. That's true. And, and East Carolina is 
I think they're probably better than a lot of people realize. Just the average college baseball fan. Yeah, you don't think uh, – well, average college baseball fans don't think East Carolina and baseball, but anybody who really has ever paid attention, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, the Atlanta Braves and Oakland Athletics, uh, East Carolina has some, some history. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, there are three SEC teams that are – the, or that are traveling, of those three, who has the best chance to get to Omaha? Arkansas, Ole Miss, or Auburn? Hmm. I, that's an that's a great question. I think because you feel like Ole Miss, to some degree, the former number one team that Tennessee broke. Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, I think Arkansas. Some folks felt like was under seed. It should have been a host team in the first weekend. But I tell you, I, I kind of feel like after what Vanderbilt did this past weekend, I think Auburn's got a shot to go to Corvallis. I don't mm. think Oregon State is all that. And I don't think they're too happy to have to see to Auburn. To, oh. To see Auburn. Uh, Auburn, as I mentioned yesterday, was dominant in that region that included Florida State and UCLA. Mm -hmm. That is, I mean, you look at some of these other regions and, you know, Louisville had a tough one. They had a couple of power fives with Oregon and Michigan. And they got beat like 20 to five or something to Michigan in the first regional final. Right. But I mean, I'm just saying like, you look at some of these and you Mm -hmm. go, okay, you know, how the heck did some of these teams get in or whatever? And then you look at regions like that include Florida State and UCLA for Auburn, and they just dominated that region. So I, I think it's very possible that half the field could be SEC teams. This means more. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a good point. I think if you really look at it, Auburn probably played the best of any SEC team. Absolutely, I mean, t- Tennessee did sweep, but they, you know, it they was had nip to, and tuck. They, yeah, they, they had to to do some work. They had to be. They, they did have to yeah. do some work. They had to do a lot of work. Between, Not to say that Tennessee between the still Campbell be the game best. to open and mm-hmm. the Georgia Tech game to close, you know, I'm I'm sorry, not to open because they opened against Alabama right. State, but that Campbell game on Saturday, the second round and the and that championship game were were not easy wins. No, no, Auburn dominated, and yeah. Oregon State struggled. I mean, they had to get they had to win the if necessary game to to get there and had to hang on. Now again, Vanderbilt very good, but. Vanderbilt also lost in the first round and had to work their way through the losers bracket to sure. get to that, and they still forced a game seven and nearly won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think Oregon State's all that. Yeah, yeah, I would put Auburn as the as maybe if we're putting odds on it. I mean, Tennessee obviously it's hard to bet against the number one team. Yeah, but but I think Auburn's playing the best as a team right now coming out of the regionals. I think Auburn. I would put them if we're doing a power ranking on the. Remaining SEC teams, I would definitely put Auburn one, and and Tennessee probably two. I don't, and then I think you could, you could mix and match. Ole Miss it looked pretty strong. They did lose a game though, um, but um, but yeah, I think Auburn's definitely on the top. Man, what a story Texas A and M. Let's keep talking about it, but we need to take a break. So let, let's talk a little bit more baseball on the other side. We'll talk some softball as well. So stick around. Uh, Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be back after this.
Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931 388 8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931 388 5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in on this June 7th edition of Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mo. Today is a national holiday for you. Yeah. The Prince's birthday? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it might as well be. Would have been 64 today. Yeah, cruising down the street, the 6 four. <laughs> and Mo ain't got no purple on. Dang. It's close. I don't have a whole lot of purple really? to be honest, yeah. but but um yeah, I, that was an that was an oversight on my part. <laughs> I'll I'll take the heat for that one, but um I'll um yeah, it's all uh, good. We're, I I think I was more observant of the date of his passing than than his birthday. Really, gotcha. But, but yeah, well, I will tell you if you've never. If if you've never looked into the story of Prince and his first record deal and everything that he did to gain and keep creative control even after his first record tanked, he went so far over budget. They gave him a budget, JP, for like three records and he went over budget with the first one and then it sucked. (laughs) <laughs> like it, the sales sucked. Everything about it, was, it just tanked. But then he was like, "Hey, let's make another one." 
And then, of course, that was the record that yeah. made Prince Prince. Yeah, so trust that, the process. And trust the process. Trust the process. That's where Nick Saban got it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nick, Nick Saban got it from Prince. Yeah. It was, it's, it's a really great story, and obviously I'm dumbing it down to very, very little, but pretty impressive. Uh, JP, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Yao says we're getting some sort of NCAA play-by-play. Yeah, there's um, you, you did for a, a small second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, yep. oh, it must have. Yeah, he the, was going through the screen, the game from the screen yesterday. that I'm sharing. Yeah, there is a video, and it is one of those played. that mm. did not automatically mute. Mm. Yeah, the That's volume was uh, so when I piped. Hate up when go, that happens. When, it's so annoying. Yeah, when I piped up to uh, to go to the commercial, I heard a little. I thought I heard. Got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm. is that Some, what he? Okay. I tell you what, CBSSports.com is bad about it. They are very bad about it. Because I've clicked on there a couple of times for some background info for well, something that we're talking about, and all of a sudden you're getting <laughs> audio from uh, somewhere. Yeah. So, face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, like their website. Yeah. Hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What you may have been hearing was from the that that Maryland UConn game <laughs> last night, top of the eighth Jeez. inning. Uh, they're down, Maryland down ten to eight, and swinging bunt basically goes down the first base line, and the runner, by the way, flying absolute wheels <laughs> on this kid. <laughs> Uh, is running in fair territory. And the pitcher makes a play on the ball, throws, tries to throw the ball over the head of the runner, which a better play would have been for the first baseman to have been on the outside of the bag. You know? A better play would have been for the pitcher to throw the ball at the runner well, and force that call. But the first baseman is standing on – I mean, on top of the bag. And the Maryland runner runs over him. And at that point, the runner is called out for interference. And the runner who scored to make it 10-9 was sent back to third base. Now. And Twitter exploded. Twitter did explode. I will say this. I, I don't. I don't love the fact that the guy had to go back to third base, but it's part of the rule. Once the contact was made, the play is dead. Right. I, I don't know who's. I don't know at what point he scored, but either way, they weren't making a play at home. To me, I, I don't know why you have. I mean, I know why you have to send him back because it's part of the rule. I just think it's a. It's not a great part of. The, I think it should be a judgment call, on the part of the officials if if the runner is not being played on then i think you just kind of let that go nonetheless called out and they end up losing 11 to 8 uh that would have made that made the second out in the inning and took a run off the board that's tough but the fact is that the umpires made the correct call uh, you cannot run in fair territory. There's an entire running lane for the runner. Go figure. No. The running lane is in foul territory. 
Correct. First base is in fair territory. Correct. So, I mean, every once in a while on a play like that, you're going to have this situation unless and until the safety bag is installed at first base. As you see at various age levels in softball, I guess. I don't know that I've ever seen it in baseball. But it's not often that those plays take place, but when they do, it seems like they're pretty pretty pivotal. And this one is this one was rough. I mean, first baseman got trucked. And And the runner wasn't wasn't real, real healthy after the collision either but i mean yeah i, I mean it was just it was it's an unfortunate play hmm? but again had he been in the runner's lane it would have been obstruction and he would have gone to second potentially and the run would have scored and the run would have scored so you'd had one out runner in scoring position tying run by the way in scoring position and instead instead of choosing to run in the runner's lane as aptly named, yeah, I believe. Yeah. I just I, this 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 is for you. <laughs> Run here. We don't. We're Bill Marbot is not just wasting chalk. <laughs> he he ain't just out there yeah, wasting that, chalk to waste it. That it, extra line is for a reason. It's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I don't understand. I mean I I did have someone who said, uh, it, you know, I mentioned it on Twitter and said, look, you just can't, you can't be mad at officials for him for applying the rule. He said the rule is written to protect the throw. There was a lane to throw. Yes. He may have put a foot on the outside, but it was not impacting the play. It's a no call. That's no, not, it, no, it's it, definitely it, not a no call. Not with that kind of contact. I mean, well, this is also a coach who hates officials in all facets, well, but and that's unfortunate. <laughs> but the thing is that, the way the throw was made, the throw was made to the inside of the bag. So if you watch the throw, he, instead of, again, if the first, because a lot of times on drop third strikes, you'll hear, you'll hear catchers say inside, inside, or outside, outside. It's always about, you know, what's the easiest way for me to get the throw to you. There should have been, the catcher should have been saying inside, inside, or outside, outside. It may, he it may have been, I don't know. I couldn't hear it, but, that's where you need a field general to let your guys know what's going on. It's uh it's tough, but it was a great call. And it's unfortunate for Maryland. I'm trying to find the tweet that brought that play to my attention because I was not watching Maryland UConn, just full disclosure. But it was um why not? Like I said, I, I was not watching Maryland UConn I baseball. You would not yeah, go figure, huh? Um, I think it was a tweet from yesterday's guest, um, Chris Lee. Ah, actually, okay. And yeah, I I mean, I saw it from Occupy Left Field, which is a Texas baseball um Twitter account. But man, I I just uh, the. They were, how in the world is this guy out? I'm sorry. It wasn't from Chris Lee. It was from Chris Yao. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, look, y'all can hate on umpires all you want. This They suck sometimes. Well, But when they're applying rules as written, it's not on them. And, I mean, umpires get enough wrong without, <laughs> right. without you know, 
dumping on them for actually making a call that's based on a rule. Uh, it doesn't get much easier than that call. No, it really doesn't. That was, I mean, as the rule is written, it's absolutely yeah. the right call. And so it was easy for me. But anyway, I don't I hate on umpires all you want. They they do stink sometimes, and we do. Yes, they stink a lot of times, and they I stink mean, a lot. But <laughs> but they didn't stink. But this, this is time. not one of those times. Yeah. So anyway, as I told you yes uh, earlier, Texas <laughs> Texas de- defeated Oklahoma State in the Women's College World Series, Mo, and did so in wild fashion again, single to right field, and the girl just just misplays it it it, and allows. The fourth run to score for Texas throws it in. Pitcher cuts it off. And as we've seen so many times, pitchers struggling to throw overhand. Uh, throws the ball into left center field, rolls all the way to the fence. All three runs score. They're up six to five, and that ends up being the final score. Oklahoma State can't make it an all Oklahoma final in Oklahoma City. So you still get the Red River rivalry. Yeah, instead of Bedlam, yeah. you get the Red River. And a all SEC final. <laughs> Just means more, baby. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma getting there in decisive fashion after um, losing to UCLA in their first game, 7-3, coming back and, and downing the Bruins with the largest win in WCWS history, 15 nothing. Yeah, they, they, they acted like they were playing, you know, Cal Poly or something. I mean, that was an absolute drubbing. I mean, UCLA definitely got every bit of the Sooners' attention in that second game. <laughs> yeah, they, the 7-3 win and, and, and Oklahoma, I, I, bet, I bet Patty was just absolute bonkers between those two games. You know, I bet she wasn't. I bet the players. Man, she may not have had been. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You've got great leaders on that team, Jocelyn Allo, obviously. And uh, – I don't see there. I don't see any way that Oklahoma doesn't walk away with this thing. Huh. I think Texas wins a game. How do you feel if you're Arkansas? You mean why did we have to play this team mm-hmm. in the Supers? <laughs> this is the team we had to play. Yep. Are you kidding me? Of all the teams, we got we got screwed. Nuts and bolts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun series to keep an eye on, but I I, I think ultimately Oklahoma wins it, but I, I'll I'll not be surprised if it goes through games. I'm looking forward to it. I, w- I wish we'd have been able to have Marin Angus Combs on today. We were uh, unfortunately unable to get her. She was unavailable, so uh, we're not versed enough to talk intelligently about the women's college world series championship series that includes two teams that we don't watch a whole lot of. Uh, but I can tell you, we said it from the beginning, this is Oklahoma's tournament to lose. So they'll get their chance uh, yeah. to win or lose right now. All right, let's take a quick break JP and come back. We'll talk a little Braves. We'll talk to Chip Walters, and we'll get to our top five all in the second half. So stick around on Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be back after this. 